Eric Estep here. One of my favorite parts of being a NASCAR fan is collecting diecasts. It's how I got my start on YouTube, actually. To me, a room is not complete until it features shelves of NASCAR diecast cars. It's as good a time as ever to continue your collection or begin an all-new one by pre-ordering your favorite driver's 2022 next-gen diecast at LionelRacing.com or at any authorized Lionel retailer. Lionel is the official diecast of NASCAR, and don't miss Lionel Racing's NASCAR Authentics diecasts at a Walmart or Target near you. Not only is Lionel the official diecast of NASCAR, but they're also official supporters of the Out of the Groove Podcast Network. So what are you waiting for? Head to LionelRacing.com to order your favorite driver's 2022 diecast. Yeah, why don't we start so we can just start talking shit? That's all we do on this show. Genius. All right, everybody. It is Real Man of Genius, episode 20. Do you even know at this point? 25, I think. We're 25 in, which is way more than I thought we'd get in. But That's 24 more than I thought we would yeah, do. Yeah, we're here with Stefan Parsons, the man with the hair and Xfinity. Formerly with the hair. Yeah, yeah got rid of the half, mullet. I got half the hair now. What, what inspired you to do that? What, get into the grow the mullet questions. or cut the mullet? Both. Um, well, for some reason, ever since I was a kid, I always wanted to have a mullet. And in June of last year, I was just like, screw it, I'm going to do it. Yeah. So I started, and it got super long and luxurious and flowing. And it was time to cut it. Yeah, I, I feel you on that one. As as a man once having a mullet myself, I uh, I totally get that. Yeah, when um, I wanted to keep it until Darlington, and I was gonna like perm it. Ooh, that would have been right. It was time. Like when Rodney Childers tweets at you and says, "Thank God you cut it." I mean, it's it it's was, time. It was right. time. Yeah. So. Well, that's good. Y'all hear that noise? I do. I, I don't know where it's coming from. I don't either. Uh, Why don't you start messing with dials? Oh, no. Hold on. No. This is great. This is good content for the people at home. Yeah. I don't know how to fix it, so I might just roll with it. Yeah, I can't fix well, it. Well, you know. Maybe it's just us. Maybe it's just in our ears. Uh, but, yeah. Good to have you on. Uh, we just raced Richmond last week. Not a good week for either of us, unfortunately. I've had better. Same. I've yeah. had better. Yeah, I had the weekend a... off, so it was nice. It was Damn, a... I don't even remember asking if you had the weekend it was, off. It was so nice. Did you cut? Uh, did you cut your lawn in those sandals you have on? Um, last week, Friday, I did, but with the sandals. Yeah, I kind of I have them on, and then when I'm midway through, I just kind of kick them off. And you're just the you're just dirty. You must have some real nice grass if you want to feel it that much. Yeah, feel between your toes. Someone might tell you to touch grass, and you're like, I am all the time. <laughs> I mean, I got so to start the year. I didn't mow my lawn till March, so I had to bump the deck up solid two inches. Mm. You know, get it a little bit longer cut. We're just going to cut the top off just to, you know, get the grass to grow. You didn't want the putting green cut? Not yet. We're not there yet. That's mid-June. We we work our way down. You got some good fescue grass? Yeah. Well, we crab. 
Mm. Mm. Good stuff. So I brought it down about an inch and a half, and we saw some real, some real, you know, success. Yeah, good. Are you a kind of guy? Because I don't have a house, but if I did, I'd be a big lawn guy. Like mine would be. Like we have to get our. Right. We, we got our stuff aerated, seeded, and all that kind of stuff to start the year. Well, last year. You have, way, you have way too much time on your hands. Yeah, you do. Actually, is the hardest working guy in motorsports, yeah. self-proclaimed. Uh, he does have a lot of time. I don't mean, if you look at my apartment right now, I am moving, but it normally looks like this, so. It's chaos. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Is that a compliment, or is that? To you, having time on your hands as the hardest working guy in motorsports? I don't know. It might just be. I would get yelled at if my place looked like this. See. By my significant other. Mm-hmm. Right. Don't got to deal with that. Yeah, so. Well, that sucks for you, so. But, hey, I had a great weekend. Yeah, what'd you do? Uh, we went to an adults-only. Oh, that's <laughs> careful where you go next. Uh, miniature golf course in oh. Charlotte. Oh, I've seen that oh, place. Uh, um, no free yet. What is it? It's, I, I the can't. pottery. The pottery, that's right. 10 out of 10, I recommend it. Drinks are great. Really? And then we went to... An Asian bistro to cap it off, and it was phenomenal. I didn't watch one lap of racing this this past. Really, weekend, you didn't? And it was great. I could have told you what happened during the the Richmond race, Cup race. What happened? You it was no all idea. green flag laps. Yeah, but you have this you is good race. Whole, it was a good dude. People on Twitter saying this race sucks. I'm like, y'all are just idiots, race. dude. Like, yeah. yeah, like the strategy that was involved, the fact that Hamlin and Harvick like ran them down from. Oh, like damn a near lap. lap, like a whole yeah. lap, yeah, and caught him and passed him to win. Like that was pretty impressive. I felt bad for Brandon, my spotter, because I thought they were going to get another win. But does Richmond need two races? I don't know. I it, mean, I, I'm I had a bad weekend, so I could care less. If we I wish track. that there was two Xfinity weekends, so I'd like to redeem myself on the one from last week. But because yeah. you always say Rich, Richmond is my favorite, it track. is. I love and Richmond. You always run. Not great. That's not true. I've had some really good runs before. But right, just but the they, past two ended the, early. The, no, not really. I I ran like 17th there in Harmon's car. I mean, that is pretty, that's astounding. Martinsville is one of my favorite tracks. I'm looking forward to this. Is weekend. this the first year that it's been on the schedule twice? Or do you guys no, not Xfinity? go the second time? No, no, Xfinity was two last year. Yeah. And then we just did the fall last year, or right. 2020. Me and Stefan were leading that thing in this race last year. We were. You, you led for a while. We, we were one, two for, That's for right. a little bit. We got stage points last year, dog. Did you really? Yeah. I didn't get all didn't that. Didn't you lead overnight? Or no. you were in the top no, five? No, 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 no. No, no. I pitted on the competition caution. And then and stayed I, out. I could not pass. I literally pitted the night that we started the race, and I did not pit. The, the, rest rest, the, the, the rest of the weekend for yeah. the for Sunday or whatever it was. I didn't pit again. If I was your pit crew guy, I'd be pretty stoked about that. I wasn't stoked on them because that's why we didn't pit because we ah. were so terrible on pit road that I could not stop. Oh. Um, come come down, change rights. Come back down, change left. That's the yeah. best call ever. Dude, we had to do that last week because we were on the splitter so hard in the first stage. And we made a ton of adjustments that first stage. And uh, Wayne was like, all right, we're going to put right sides on, do all the right side adjustments. And then come back and do all the left side adjustments and left side tires. And we had to because the guy took the right front tire off. I could see the packer in his mouth. Mm-hmm. Puts the right front tire back on. And we're like, no, no, no. Yeah. Put the packer in. So we had to take it back off, put it in there. And what's worse is we come down to the left side, and he does the exact same thing. Packer in the mouth, puts the tire on, and is like about to 
put it like bolted on. Mm-hmm. I you gotta love the backup pit crew guys. And I mean, I understand they're trying to put up numbers because that's how they get you know higher in their job. But like, if you can't, but if you <laughs> handle can't doing do a simple adjustment, yeah. That I'm dusting off the old carrying shoulders this week. Are you really? Yep, I'm carrying. For who? No idea. Are you using the same helmet? No, I I got my my teenage mutant ninja turtle helmet. You got a I'm uniform that fits. What 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 is that? Supposed to be? <laughs> I'm just saying it, it's all you new new uniforms this year. So I'm making sure you got one. I have a uniform. You can't use the ones from last year. They're not checking. Wow. You, Way to the, say it on yeah, air. This will be the weekend they check. Good job. You dude. Said I it. mean, it's not going to be. They're going to see H. Scott Motorsports pants on there. I'm like, oh, that's like probably read spec. H. Scott I Motorsports. I would, I would maybe try and find another pair of pants. I don't care. If I get thrown out, I get thrown out. <laughs> Just get some Sharpie. And that's a great do, idea. Do the red Sharpie yeah. and the SFI I mean, it, first comes to shove, I could wear my fire suit that I've been wearing for the whole year. I'll just look like a why, why wouldn't you wear it? Yeah. Well, because as a carrier, this is a, this is a great topic. Let's, let's talk about it. So oh, driver geez. suits are all the same, right? They're one piece. You're just sitting there pissing yourself and, you know, driving never, the never car. Done that. Never have done that. Never done that. So as a gas man, I'll wear one piece so I don't start on fire. It doesn't go anywhere. But you don't. I don't have as much mobility in my one piece as I do in a two piece. So I'll wear a two piece when I carry. You need to stretch more. A little bit more. I need a little bit more, you know. More movement. A little shimmy. A little shaking. Get get you a different gusset package, maybe that we. T- yeah. I had to talk about that with Simpson recently. Yeah, gusset package because mm-hmm. the ones I've been getting have been moon suits, dude. And I'm like, no, nah, I what want that a thing. Moon suit, big big old suit, like oh, like the Stay Puft Marshmallow. Man. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Like they're it's just, just as wide big. as your shoulders. Yeah. yeah, it's too big, and I'm like, can we tighten that up a little bit? I've been working out. I'm trying trying to let people see it. I've had to get a few. Suits hey, I don't know there. if you know, but he's keto. I'm not. Keto. I just wanted to let you know. See what's crazy, Matt. Is you bring it up every time, and it's not me. But then you talk about it for five minutes. All right, moving on. Well, Stefan, you uh, you grew up around these parts, huh? I did. I've lived here literally my entire life. Yeah, since the day I was born. How's how's that been like? Because like, I see you at KB, and you like have racing friends, and like, so have you like known those people your whole life, or do you just meet them in racing? Uh, meet them in racing. Yeah, I don't, I have, uh, some friends that I went to high school with and still live around here. Um, that we're still, I actually went to my, went to one of their houses to watch the national championship on Monday. Um, but no, I just met people through racing, mutual friends. Like, you know, you meet somebody once, become friends with them, you see them out again, you come, I mean, it's just, yeah. you know how it goes. There's only but, so many play, so many bars in Mooresville, so. Yeah. No, no, it's cool. I like, I honestly, I couldn't imagine living anywhere else but here. Like, right. I, I love living here. Like, even if I wasn't, even if I wasn't in racing, I'd still live here. Yeah. No, I, honestly, I was thinking about that the other day, like, because I've lived here for a little bit now, and it's honestly a p- pretty good spot. Like, mm-hmm. like, I like it. I miss my friends from back home, but if they were all here, I think it'd be about perfect, so mm-hmm. it's a good spot. And, like, everybody kind of knows... Not everybody knows everybody, but like mm-hmm. since we're in that racing bubble, like you see the same people out, and you yeah. recognize them. So yeah, no, I'm I'm lucky. I got a, a lot of friends that live around here, so there's uh there's no shortage of opportunities to have fun around the lake. Yeah, for sure, for sure. I got to get a friend with a boat. So do I. <laughs> I've lived here for like six years now. I've been on the lake, I think, twice. The last time I was on Lake Norman, I was thirteen, and I was driving for Tim Latiga, and they had a boat. <laughs> Old Timmy. That's oh, a throwback. Yeah. 
Yeah, that was those were the good times. And I guess I drove whenever I drove CJ's car, eight sixty motorsports, he had a boat and we'd go out sometimes too. You uh when you raced Legends cars, did you like drive for any of the people back then or were you just a I, I were drove, you a I drove pioneer? for drove for Devo. Okay. Never Devo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I drove for Devo and then I drove for uh Kindle Sellers. Okay. Yeah. Cool. You ever go out to shoot out any recently? Uh dude, I haven't been in a few years. I um I, I used to go out there some with with Kendall and kind of help his kids, but it's it's hard now. Like working in the shop, it's hard to like yeah, find time. It's I hard you. when you're this busy. And honestly, like I don't. For a while there, I would still like know that some of the people who are running like pro and yeah, pro. Like if I went out there, I wouldn't know a single person. Yeah, that's now. so. I went, I guess, a couple of years ago to help CJ. Like the hot pit stuff's always fun, like tearing mm-hmm. bumpers off and stuff. But like I don't know anybody there besides CJ. And yeah. then Devo is still there. But, like, the people that – the teams that I grew up were, like, around, like, Chase Bastone and Chris oh, yeah. Rogers and those kind of people, like, they're yeah. all gone. Dennis Lambert. Yeah, Dennis, dude. There's no telling what that guy's doing now. Probably riding his jet skis in Florida. Yeah. Living the good life. Yeah. Matt, you know a lot about Legends car racing, huh? Tons. Good, good. Matt, I heard you wanted to be a car owner. Yeah, so let's bridge the gap there. How was running uh, the 600 at Millbridge? That was a ton of fun, dude. Those things are a blast. Like that was uh, that was the second time I ran one. I ran one like a year ago, and then I ran Sheldon's uh, last week, two weeks ago, whenever it was. And dude, it's so much fun. I ran like fifteen laps and I was out of breath. Like, I bet you are hauling the mail. I guess are you guys you back do. on speaking terms? We were never not on speaking terms. Oh, I was just hey, no. you never know. No, me and honestly, I, the the person I've like hit or gotten hit by the most this year has been Bailey. Yeah, we've honestly just been magnets. We've hit yeah. each other more than. We hit each other at Fontana. We've hit each other more this year than we have in the past Ever. three years racing each other. Yeah. You spelled me out of Coda. Yes, I did. It happens. Damn. So, I, so you guys want to hash it out? We talked about it already. Yeah. I, might, great. I might owe you. I might owe you one. Yeah. That would be great to get on the podcast. It's okay. We already talked about it. Yeah. Is that a not podcast thing? Yeah. Watch. Watch something happen this weekend. Like yeah. something stupid. I'm gonna be ready. People are going to say, oh, I was premeditated. Yeah, that was like, <laughs> we, we listened to the podcast. We yeah. knew this was going to happen. Called my shot. Yeah. No, but I'm still looking to own a 600. Oh, you still That's, are? I still am. I, I got be. some. I figured you uh, left that dream in the dust. No. Just go look on Facebook Marketplace. Don't tell him that because he'll just. Dude, I just send him. He sends me the 15. biggest piles of shit <laughs> on Facebook Marketplace. I'm currently working on a deal to not uh, manage a fleet. Of six hundreds rather than oh, I don't even. We don't even know what that means. He's it's a job that he is more than qualified for. <laughs> <laughs> I am um, managed. Does that mean you have to take care of them, or you have to just make sure they are like sitting? He's going to make sure the day. social media is managed. Yeah, you're going to sit there in a chair in a chair like this at the shop every day and just watch them, make sure they don't go anywhere. Pretty much, and yeah. then on Wednesdays and Saturdays we'll go out and race them. We, we, you going to race them? I'm not going to race them. Right. I'm a flat cart guy. Mm. Big DNQ guy. <laughs> used to be. I used to go to every event. Yeah, every event. Only drove in one. I've only drove in one, <laughs> but I've hot lapped. <laughs> I've hot lapped a clone cart. Oh, this is a new development. I didn't hundred laps at least. Really? At Millbridge. Why, why don't you race more? Well, I was the test and tune guy. Oh, you're the R&D They're like, driver. Yeah. We're going to throw a setup in there, and you tell us how it goes. I'm trying to think of a test driver from back in the day that. 
of Drew Herring. That's who I am. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Drew Herring of the DNQ series. You do a lot of sim work. Yeah. I'm yeah. on the sim six hours a day. Right. Trying to get it dialed in. But no. I do have dirt experience. Just not a lot. Yeah. That's good. So you can manage six micro sprints or whatever the it's hell you're It's going to be do. like three. Still too Three many. good ones. <laughs> three good ones. Going to work for Chad Boat. As long as I, I can wish. drive. As long as I can drive one like. Maybe twice a year. I'd be pumped. I got some stuff in the works. All right. Well, I'll leave Maybe we'll you. get you both in a car. That'd be tight. At the same time. We'll wreck each other. At the same time. <laughs> That's great. It's always good when you can go wreck other people's equipment. No, it's not. No, it's not. I disagree. You, you feel, you feel <laughs> yeah, worse. <laughs> I, I, I wholeheartedly disagree. Well, now we got it on record. Yeah. Well, I mean, you guys I, don't I mean, like wrecking really, There's really nothing, yeah, nothing good about wrecking equipment at all. No, any time. Yeah. Yeah. Unless well, maybe it's for a win or something, then it's justified. But you still would rather not. Mm-hmm. Teach their own, you know. Yeah. So. So what do you? What's the expectations for y'all this week at Martinsville? I know you guys were both trying to turn a page, trying to put all the, the bad juju behind well, you. I would love to make the race to start. That would be a great start to the weekend. Um, I mean, I, I think. I think it's a good opportunity for teams like ours to run top twenty, top fifteen. Yeah. I think if you're if you're in that fifteenth to twentieth mark in the last stage, you I mean, the guys up front usually get pretty aggressive and tear some yeah. stuff up. So I mean the opportunities to have top fifteen and top ten is, is there. You just gotta be in position to capitalize on it. Yeah, pretty much pretty much what I was gonna say. So cool. yeah, hopefully we can get it turned around, man. I've had a had a rough go of it and I feel like you have too. Yeah. Yeah, we've had speed. We've been really fast. And that's that's like the worst thing. It's like yeah. it sucks to be good and then just you don't you got nothing to show for yeah, it. Yeah, but like Martinsville's a track where you can have like a subpar day, something happens, but you just find yourself in that spot. It's a lot of end. track position. Right. Yeah. Well I mean, if you're bad at Martinsville, it's a miserable. It's, it's a yeah. Long no, yeah, day. it's a long It's a long day. day. It's like Richmond last week. Yeah. Are you guys pretty stoked to run under the lights? Yeah, well we did it. Uh we did it. But then it rained. Year. Yeah, we did it fall. We did fall too. Ran the whole race and yeah. night. So that's something Which, I yeah. look forward to. I, mean, I like Friday night lights. Yeah, yeah. I like racing under lights. Too. The only thing that I hate about Martinsville as a pit crew guy is being in the turn. Like being, the, I'm in the turn. I have no idea where I'm. I have no idea where. That's I the worst at. because when they're calling ten away and you're like looking around and you can't see anything and then the car's right on top of you. you that's where a lot there. of people get hit. Is that Martinsville? Speaking yeah. of, yeah, well, the pit boxes, the whole pit road's small. That's teeny tiny. So, what did you think as a pit crew, man? What did you think of the whole Gibbs thing? Or what did you think of it, too, I guess? but Fastest four-tire pit stop in NASCAR history. Yeah. So, yeah, obviously, I mean, it works. I think, I've said it before, I think we've hit terminal velocity on pit stops. Do you think that we'll start seeing that in Xfinity? I don't see the, I don't see the benefit in Xfinity. Well, you still get the gas. Yeah, but you're Xfinity, making sh- damn sure you're full. Xfinity yeah. racing, sh- the racing shorter, the stages are shorter. Gas isn't as much of an issue. Can be. I think it's different though when you're hitting five lugs instead of right. One. That is true. Yeah. But I just, I just thought it looked better. Like it looks clean, it looks smoother. Yeah, because yeah. like you don't have to worry about the jack man, like the left front guy, like getting out of the way for the jack man or nothing like that. Like. Mm-hmm. It all like they're. It's kind of funny looking. They all run around the line, and it's perfect. Yeah, I mean, as a carrier, I think it's it's more on you than because, you know, everyone else is sped up, mm-hmm. and you're still kind of in that same 
You're still doing the realm. same thing. Right. That's like the big, well, I mean, that's the big thing that you've always seen from organization to organization. The, the difference is basically what the jack man in the front changer yeah. do. Like whether the jack man jumps over the back of the front changer or the front changer yeah. waits for the jack right. man to go around and then goes down. And now that's eliminated. But yeah. I think in the Xfinity series, it's going to stay it's Xfinity and trucks. It's going to stay status quo because I just I just don't see, especially with the Devo guys, who are still just trying to hit lug nuts. Yeah, that's I think true. you're just still just you're just trying to hit five lug nuts. But then at the same time, if they're trying to develop to be in the next series, you'd think they'd do the same choreography. Right, and that's to be seen. But you also have a lot. You still have a lot of crossover. So I mean, I think. You will see, you know, some of the tippy top tier teams doing it, like the Gibbs teams. Well, the problem is, is that a lot of the Cup teams uh, don't pit Xfinity right anymore. Yeah, it's because they just don't want them getting out of the rhythm. Mm. So, I mean, you might have a couple guys doing it, but I don't, I don't see the benefit at the Xfinity and truck level because you can still get away with a thirteen five, and that's a good stop. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Like you guys would take thirteen fives all day. Yes, every dude. day. Yeah, <laughs> rather every. than one eleven nine and then two eighteens. Seven days out of the week, I would take a thirteen nine. Yeah, any day. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I talked to Stephen about this earlier, Matt. Did you see the next gen car on Bristol dirt? Yeah, it was. I heard there's some interesting stuff that they're going to be pulling out for that. I don't know how true it is. Tell um, tell it here. Tell it here. Yeah. Uh, they're replacing the carbon fiber on the bottom with aluminum. Like the underpants? That like seems like a lot of weight. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It takes half a day to put the pan on. Yeah, so our, <laughs> our guys were super excited about it. I heard that they're going to take the windshields out, but... I don't think they'll I do don't that. think they'll do that. Yeah. That's, that's too much of a safety hazard. They were going to put a, like a sprint car wire mesh screen on that's, it and call it a day. I think that'd be sick, though. That's way too much of a safety But one hazard. thing you have to look at for the Bristol dirt races, we've gone from Sunday afternoon at two o'clock to 6 PM start time. Well, dust. Yeah. Dust is not going to be as bad. Well, it's the dew point and stuff is also dropping through the day. So you're going to have a lot more moisture in the dirt starting at still, you still have to fight the issue. Then if you have a, if you have a windshield in the car, right, then it's just going to be sticky and tacky and you're not going to be able to get it off the windshield. Yeah. Until it rubbers in about, a hundred laps into the you race. You think it'll rubber in? Because I heard that they were trying to get a harder tire so it doesn't do that and it just slicks off. I mean, I walked up. I looked at our, our dirt setup tires today and they look exactly like what comes off of the right sides of a super late. I don't know what the compound was. Yeah. You didn't stick in with the durometer? I did not. <laughs> You're um, the go-kart guy. You should have one on you I at know. all times. I have a good friend who, the way he measures track conditions, right? He has... Uh, screwdriver, flathead, mm-hmm. about yay big, I'd say about 10, 12, 10 inches, to measure the track conditions. He'll shove that thing straight down into the racetrack, and however far it goes, that's how he gets a little... little. I've seen a bunch of guys do that, actually. Yeah. yeah. He's, a, he's a big Northeast modified guy. The more you know. Yeah. yeah. So if you see a bunch of people at Bristol out there with their... Uh, or screwdrivers, they're just trying to see like the, the track, track series might be a little more uh, advanced than that. They could yeah. probably get like some real weather type uh, tools out there. Yeah, you never know. But they probably won't because it's just one race. Right. And we're just going to tear a bunch of side panels off of them. Hopefully. That's the that's what they want, right? You know, who cares? Yeah. I, I was kind of hoping, and I had very little hopes for this, but I was hoping they are going to say, 
you know what? These next-gen cars aren't going to work on dirt. Xfinity guys, y'all got to come fill in Sunday. <laughs> just bring I bring was, your biggest clunker, and we'll make it work. I was surprised last year when they released the schedule that we weren't on it. Yeah, I don't know why. And even what's crazy is at the Bristol Dirt Race, they said on the screen all three series next year, and mm-hmm. then it didn't, didn't pull through. I don't think the Xfinity owners wanted to build dirt cars. No one, not, no one not, wants to build not a dirt one car. series out there wants to build a dirt car, but it's entertaining. And I think Xfinity cars, I've said it a million times, would be the best race. It would be. That trucks are a pretty good race. Be yeah, interesting. I think with the composite bodies, it'd be like it'd be similar to a truck race because you have the ride height mm-hmm. like a truck, and you can hit each other and not to worry about a tire rub or something like that. Yeah, that was the issue last year during the, the Cup race. A lot of guys were just you know rubbing fenders, and then boom. Down goes the tire. Yeah. And then you don't have a pit crew there. Yes, yeah, so you can't fix it. So it's like you got your shop guys out there with an impact. <laughs> Tough. Kind of sick, though. Yeah. Hey, guess what? I'm Netflix famous. No, you're not. Yes, you're I am. I was on the Bubba Wallace documentary for you're a in, second. You can spot him from a mile away, that purple shirt. You were in the background. I was in a B-roll scene. I have a picture of it. <laughs> you took a picture of your TV? No, someone took a picture of their iPad and then sent it to me. So then I had to watch it. You had to watch it. You, to watch you were it. scouring that thing. I'm like, where am I? No, I'm in this I'm somewhere. Like, oh, it's it what's the timestamp? Yeah, he's like, can you? Talk? I don't know. It's like episode three when they're at Bristol Dirt. It's like episode three, 13 minutes in. 13 minutes, 45, 45 seconds. seconds. Yeah. Cars are going around turn three. Yeah. But I was right in the middle of the screen. No, I've seen the picture. It's great. You got the vest on. Good for you. That's the only reason I knew. Someone's got to get on TV around here. Yeah. Someone's got to be famous. Yeah. It is what it is. But yeah, I really wish we would have gone. I think there's other dirt tracks we could go to also, but I just don't see it. We could we could have gone somewhere way cooler than Portland, in my opinion, but Ooh, that's I, a hot take. I don't even uh, I haven't even seen. I don't even know what Portland looks like besides turn one. But I mean, it's it'll a, be interesting. I mean, it's, it's a not, one it's point new. Yeah, it's short. It's one point nine miles. There's one left hand turn really. Yeah, it's short for sure. Turn one's gonna be like interesting. Yeah, no, I've watched like I because I was trying to like get somewhat of an idea because it's not an eye racing or anything. I watched like the K and N races there. And if there's three chaos. people that are going to do it in a K&N race, it's going to be like 12 to 15 that are going to try to be. Is that where they have that, that kink right at the beginning? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Right out the gate. It's like a 90 right. 90 Someone's going to just lose brakes and just ship it through there. That'll be okay because there's runoff. Yeah, you just end straight. up on the next straightaway. Yeah. Right. But I think there'll be like a bajillion penalties. Hundreds. Thousands. I wish they, I really wish they wouldn't. Done the whole track limit thing at Coda too. I couldn't well believe. On that I couldn't believe they didn't penalize more people. Oh my God! I know. I was behind. Uh, who was it? Jeremy Clemens. He well, he eventually did get a penalty, but in the yeah. beginning of the so, race, so I saw. I saw him do it. I saw the nineteen do it. I saw the ninety eight do it. I could go on. Yeah. And I I kept saying on the radio like that's a penalty, and like I was just hoping maybe NASCAR would be scanning it and then yeah. they'd look at it because I'm trying to get a free spot. But uh, never came to fruition. You did get a free spot when you spun me out. I wasn't. I wasn't trying to get a penalty, dude. I God, didn't know that they I were being it. that lax on the penalties. Because <laughs> then he, he gave it back because he went K-Pow. Yeah, I did. So does does uh, it dawn on you guys that you guys race on the same racetrack as F1 cars, like the same exact racetrack? No. Only coming down the front straightaway. Yeah, I mean, honestly, not really. 
I just I'm trying to go as physically fast as possible. Yeah. Not thinking about anything. No. Because me sitting on pit road, I have a lot of time to think about things mm-hmm. at a road course race because mm-hmm. it gets nice and quiet. You almost fall asleep pretty much every lap, and then you get woken up by the cars. I was surprised. Like I, uh, I, I had two laps of practice because we had like a battery issue or something like that, and fortunately we we made the race. We made the race by like two hundreds, like some really. But we were actually pretty good in the race. Like we were. I was like genuinely. Uh, like excited about how fast we were because I, I mean, I didn't had to have any expectations, right? I'd never been to Coda. I'd only ran the row before. I didn't know what to expect. And we were, I mean, we were running there like around 15th to 20th place times. We, I, I cut a right front with, with uh 10 to go. And when that caution came out and we started like 33rd on the bottom, had to start tailing the longest line and they all like the top lane stacked and we were 17th by turn two. Yeah. Now that, the only thing I don't like about Coda is turn one on restarts. Like oh, it is it's, like it's just like yeah. it's like uh like <laughs> something bad yeah. is about to happen. There's gonna be someone You're just waiting for it. Yeah, you're like I'm too wide right now, but I know when I get out of here I'll be four wide. Oh yeah. Every time I come off of one on a restart it was your middle of four, yeah. top of four, top of five. Yeah, just nothing you, you can't do anything yeah. about it. But. my one gripe with Coda. How big is the racetrack? About three miles? It's twenty turns, I know that. Three point Five or something. All right, you ready to write something down? No, no. How the fuck do you not have inside parking at a road course that's three miles? You need to relax your shoulders. It wasn't that bad of a walk. I it was just there's a shuttle, was there not? I didn't even have to. I just parked in the team parking right outside the tunnel. I know that was too far. You. you, Oh my gosh. okay. Okay, so what about Charlotte? Is that too far of a walk for you too? Good lord, man. Well, it's the it's the exact same walk. You're just spoiled. And you're just yeah. trying, trying to find something to complain about. I love complaining. He does. It's one of my favorite things That's to do. That's his big thing oh, on the podcast. I've seen it. It's great. Like, and you're always, like, sometimes, you know, parking on the inside of the track has got you before. And you still want to do it. I've gotten a car yeah, towed before. I have gotten stuck inside the track, and I've had a bunch of people hate me. I got a car towed at Watkins Glen. Did you really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, got my rental car towed. That sucks. <laughs> yeah. I was spotting for McDowell in the cup race, and I went in the garage. And I come back out, and car's She's gone. She's gone. <laughs> car's gone. Yeah. Had to get ready to go spot. Car's gone. Hate to see it. Yeah. I did so you just spot. had to leave it? Like, you couldn't no. handle it then? You had to, like, go spot and then figure it out later? No. Thankfully, I left with enough time. So I, I went to the they had an impound lot. So oh. I explained the situation and apologized profusely. And thankfully, got the car back. got it and was able to spot. Didn't make it to Matt's El Ranchero either. Didn't? I no. did Sunday during the race. I had Whataburger. It's always good. Yeah, it was all right. Whack. Do you want to talk about our ride from the airport to the airport? From the airport to the airport? From the sketch, the sketchy motel. Oh, yeah. So I I stayed a day later because I stayed with, like, Chasco, the sponsor and everything. And I had to get a ride to the airport because I was on the cup plane. And Matt had this no, weird this, rental car He's situation. got this quote. It's great. He goes, I'm on the plane that leaves 30 minutes after the race. I'm like, weird. I've never heard of that plane before. That's just what I was told. I'm like, okay. Victory or champion? Champion. So we that tried plane does to, not exist on champion. We tried to uh, get rental cars, but there was just like a shortage because there was a golf tournament and all of us in town. So we had to use the Turo. I don't even know what that is. It's like people's cars that you rent. 
Yeah. Like, if I wanted to rent my truck out, I'd do it Like, on you there. can rent it out on Turo. So, I had some guy's car. I had to meet him in the sketchiest motel. It was a gravel parking lot right off the freeway. You could buy it by the hour or by the week. Yeah, like, you know uh, those sketchy places right across, like, right across the highway from the Austin airport? Like, yeah. you had to have seen them. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was in there. Like, where the little liquor stores are? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So... I had to drive there for this guy to then get in the car with yeah, us. Yeah, to drive us to, to the drive airport. us back to the airport. That's incredible. And it was pretty funny. It was a pretty. We had popping conversation the whole time. I don't remember a lick of that conversation. We talked about Bucky's. Oh yeah, y'all did talk about Bucky's. We talked about Wawa. Oh wait, yeah, I remember. I remember because I brought up Wawa. I think it was it was a fantastic. We were talking about the the hierarchy of gas stations. Yeah, and it's probably Bucky's, QT, Wawa, or they mm. put sheets in there. Sheets. I think sheets See, is, I'm not a huge sheets guy. Sheets. I'll go, I'm gonna. I Especially Martinsville this I'm weekend. I'm gonna stop at the sheets. On, no, on the yeah. Way I, home. No, I mean, I'm definitely gonna stop at that sheets. Like, yeah. if you're coming back, it's on the left. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody does. Like, yeah. you can see the whole damn racetrack in there. But hopefully, there'll be like people asking for autographs in there from people. Not me, but like. That's <laughs> what I say. They, they, they won't be asking my for my I autograph. Like, wow. Dude, one time, proudest moment of my life, I got asked for an autograph from Walmart. I was racing late models. South Alabama Speedway, the smallest town in Alabama, probably. And I was trying, I was looking at like Pop Tarts in the aisle, and this kid walks like, Holy cow, do you drive the 05 car? And I was like, Yes. Can you sign this for me? Absolutely. <laughs> and I had a massive smile on my face the whole time in Walmart after that. That's crazy. Damn, bro, that's crazy. That's awesome. <laughs> so, you guys have kind of been in a familiar position. You've not so much this year for you but having to qualify into the race. So what is your mentality going into the race weekend? You was a little bit different because with Harmon and stuff, you didn't, did you guys have practice or was well, it show up and qualify? No, we qualified a few times last year, but when I very first started with Harmon, I had to qualify every week. Cause right. we start and parked. So Stefan, what's going through your mind, you know, during that whole day? Cause it's all really condensed because you get, maybe 10 laps on the racetrack on a good day. You know, uh, what's going through your mind? Honestly, not much. Like, uh, I don't, I don't really think about it. I, I just like, I think, I think the more you think about it, the more you suck yourself yeah. out. Like I, I just kind of, I go out there. I mean, I, I'll study, right. And I'll watch on boards and watch races back and figure out kind of where you need to lift and where you need to be looking for. But once, once you get Basically, three laps of practice. I think you've pretty much got an idea of where you need to be, yeah. and you just just carry that into practice. You're, you're I like this where you need to be, or you're not, and then at that point, you're right? Just, what you got? I like this format because it doesn't give you a lot of time to think about it. Like you just like it's immediate repetition, right? Like you go out and practice, run for twenty minutes, and then you immediately go qualify. And we're usually in the first half of the qualifying order, so you like you really don't have time to sit there and dwell on or think about yeah. it. So like it's kind of you know, I say that, and hopefully we go make the race this weekend. But it's it, it's kind of like a almost muscle memory if you're in a good spot in practice. Yeah. I I agree with that. Even though I wish we had I wish we had the two fifty minute sessions back. I do too. Just because, like with the pressure, I put more pressure or I think about it more when we're like on the setup plate, and I'm like, well, is this right or should we try this? But if I try this and it's something I don't know that well, I can't go back on it. Mm-hmm. Like. We had that debacle today about some stuff, and like, if like we're thinking if we hit this perfect, we know it'll be better. But 
there's a chance that we don't hit it perfect, and then we're going to suck it. And we're not in a place in points right now to be able to do that. So I bet I know what y'all are thinking about. Because we thought about it, too. Ackerman shims. We'll talk about it later. Yeah, we'll talk about it later. Ooh. Is what Subscribe you're talking about illegal? <laughs> not necessarily. Subscribe to the Patreon yeah. for the After Dark yeah. talk. Mine's not that illegal, either. Yeah, okay. No, the one big ticket item is not illegal. That I was thinking about, at least. Okay. But, yeah. So... But yeah, I I, I I wish we had the two fifty minute sessions because then you can actually change stuff. Mm-hmm. Like that was and what's weird is like it wouldn't have changed anything for us this weekend, really. Like you're gonna be there the same amount of days. You're gonna use I mean, you know, with like our teams, we're gonna use the same set of tires. Mm-hmm. We're not gonna use any more tires. Like why wouldn't you? And then it gives an, you an opportunity for the big teams that mock up to go buy their two lap sets, and yep. then you have your last set or your oh shit set. So, I love that about the Xfinity series, just the guys making all the deals in the background. Have you ever had to be one of those guys like trying absolutely, to buy tires? Absolutely, dude. It, dude, when I was growing up, when my it dad, is uncomfortable. When my uh, when my dad had his Cup team, like 2014, 2013, it was literally it would be him. Me and my older sister Kinsley, and we would have radios, and we would sit, be sitting on pit road, and somebody would rate, uh, one of us would radio if somebody went behind the garage or crashed or fell out, and we would run to their pit stall. We were like, like really? we, were, we were, yeah, we were like the Curtis of 2014. That's pretty Dude, cool, it's, actually. It's it's quite a dance if you have ever watched a negotiation, because it's like, you know, say the driver of the the 65 car Rex, right? His team is just standing there. All of a sudden, thirty seconds later, there's three guys standing in the, it's in the pit the box. Same three guys. Same yeah. three guys. You see them every week. I'll give you twelve hundred. I'll give you. I'll give you fifteen. Oh, oh, oh. I'll give you fifteen for the whole lot. Most of the time, like it gets. Most of the time, uh, guys already have like deals. I would say it's usually pre- worked out pre-set. before yeah. these days. But like a couple years ago, man, like oh, it was free for all. It like, was chaos. We were when we. When we did it with my dad's team, it was like us versus Jay Robinson and uh, the Go Fast, the yeah, 32 yeah. team. And it was like, I mean, we would be, as soon as somebody wrecked, we would, whoever was closest out of the three of us, we would sprint down to their pit box <laughs> and get even first. Even last year for the team that I worked for, that's not going to be named, I would look through our tire allotment sitting on the ground and I would see like six different rim colors. I'm like, Damn, someone really went to work yesterday. Good, good day in the Xfinity race. Like, you know when you show up to the pit box for the race to start, if there's like three sets, you're like, wasn't a lot of carnage yesterday. And then other races, you show up and there's already 10 sets laying, and you're like... There's one set of Bassets that only KBM runs. It's going to go on a cup car. Oh, I hate those wheels so much. I work for teams that do that, Mm -hmm. and they'll, they'll get those really wide... Five lugs, and I just, those things suck. Left side down for us, dog. Oh, yeah. Is that what, I, I've always wondered what the hell that was for. But. I mean, back in, like, 2012, we would run arrows on the right, and bats, or, uh, yeah, arrows on the right, bats on the left. Really? Because we thought it was more left side down yeah. for us. Hmm. Was it? I, I don't know. Would you like to think we so? Did, we didn't, we were, unfortunately, we were not able to go to the wind tunnel and figure that yeah. out. <laughs> so, you've raced a lot of vehicles, apparatuses and whatnot <laughs> what what's the what's your favorite vehicle you know if there's like a person like time place thing like was it one truck at this racetrack or was it just one car like where did you feel ecstasy um honestly 
like, I I think back to like my first truck race ever. Like I never ran ARCA or K and N or really super late models or anything. I just ran late model stocks for two years. And we uh, I ran the truck race at at Bristol of all places for Jay Robinson, and like that was a big weekend. Like I put I had a, put a lot of pressure on myself because it was like I don't know if I'll. One, it's your first NASCAR start. Two, it's Bristol. And three, I was like, I don't know if I'll ever do this again. So, And then going there, uh, we made the race, and we ran, like, I think 16th or 17th. And, it, I mean, it was a pretty stacked field. Like, we beat, we beat like, I think Cody Coughlin. Like, I mean, it, we ran pretty good. And I was, that was, like, I was like, oh, I was like, this is, this is good. This is. You figured out you could do it. I mean, I wouldn't say. I mean, you're always trying to figure out if you can do it, right? You're always trying to get better. Yeah. But that was, like, a really cool like moment to basically your entry into NASCAR. That was a, that was a good day. Yeah. I hear you. I'm kind of the same. I didn't run ARCA or anything either. So do you think ARCA is just at this point, it's just useless? I mean, I would say that. I think it's a good, like, I, I definitely think I was behind, right? Like not necessarily speed, but probably racecraft, just racing bigger cars and bigger brakes. And I think the bigger tracks, like that was the biggest thing I lacked tracks. whenever I, I just start like, I ran Homestead was my first mile and a half, and I was like, I have no idea what I'm doing. I ran Vegas, but I don't really count that because it's just wide open. But then I basically, I ran Bristol Phoenix, and then ran Vegas blew up like before halfway of the race. So I don't even count that. And then went to Charlotte and had to qualify in. I think there were like 42 trucks for 36 spots, and we had to qualify in, and we qualified like 16th. There you go. And I was like. All right, I was like, okay. I was like, I somehow I know how to qualify. So. <laughs> you think that's a strong point for you? I mean, well, coming up at least. Honestly, in late models, like it not particularly, but for whatever reason, and I'm not one to like toot my own or anything, but for whatever reason, the past uh, the past year. That didn't work. We have a horn. <laughs> he was trying to do that. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it wasn't on. Uh, but for whatever reason, like last year when we had to qualify, and this year, like we've had good qualifying runs. So for whatever reason, that seems to be something that our team is pretty good at. Yeah. What's it like driving for BJ? Because he's notoriously known through the garage as being like one of the nicest guys, even though the outward appearance is like the Undertaker. Yeah. No, he's uh, definitely not appearances. I mean, it's fun. It's it's like racing for anybody, right? It's it's you. Uh, you have uh, you just got to go out there and, and do your job, and you got to go out there and uh, and per- and perform right. Like it's the same. I could ask you the same question yeah. about Johnny. Like Johnny's a very interesting uh, character. Yeah. He's a very he's very well respected in the garage, mm-hmm. and he's been around for a long time. But uh, he's like, I could. Ask, I mean, honestly, I could. Honestly, I'm I'm more intimidated by Johnny than I am by BJ. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I've only drove for BJ once, so. You spun out on the backstretch in Texas. I did. They told me to stay out of the... That was back when they very first repaved Texas. Mm-hmm. And they told me to stay out of the top groove. And I was letting Austin Dillon by. And back then, I don't know what they had going on for, like, movement in the rear. But I lifted too quick. And, I like, jumped around. Unlocked. Yeah. And it... Uh, I got up in the black. I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm safe. I'm going really slow. And then I was like, I breathed on the throttle. Just whoop. Spun her right around. Right in front of BJ. Right in front of BJ, too. <laughs> he was not impressed by that, but we were, we were actually, we were pretty fast that race, so he was okay later, but. 
Driving the eight car. The eight, yeah, back when he had the eight car. What's it like driving for Johnny? It's fun. I like driving for Johnny. I I didn't really know Johnny that well until I started driving his car last year. And, like, he, because he never really talked much. We talked a handful of times. We had the same birthday, so, like, for the past few years, we'd text each other, happy birthday. <laughs> but, uh, because I had talked to him. Is that your in? No, because, so I, I went and talked to Johnny, like, years ago when I was driving for JP Motorsports at Homestead. I just went in his trailer. I'm like, hey, like, can I drive your car? Because <laughs> I like, I just wasn't happy where I was, obviously, and it, that deal was kind of going away. And I just went and asked him because if you don't ask, you never know. So I kind of talked to him then. I went down to the shop, talked to him a little bit more. It didn't work out. That was a few years ago. And then that deal last year at Richmond happened. He had an opening, and I drove for him. I guess he liked me, so he kept me around. But uh, no, yeah, he definitely. It's like like you said, any car owner, like you want to go out there and. One, not do anything to piss them off, like not yeah. do anything stupid, and and two, just I guess just do your best you can for them because they're your car owner. They're the one yeah. putting you in the car, giving you opportunity. So, cool. Yeah, that's it. That's it. That is it. Mm. You want you want to chime in here? Nah, man. I mean, that, been, that, that's it, dude. Like it's, I was that's all you gotta do. Questions. I mean, that's that's what you uh, gotta do. But I guess I can go back. I forgot about this segment I started doing before. Uh, it's called Genius or Not. Uh, I need to get a soundboard button for it. But basically what it is, I'm going to ask you some if something is genius or not. And it could be race car related or anything else. So I'm going to start with the hard one that I start with all of them with. Is re- progressive right rear springs genius or not? Not. See, I, I kind of am with you on that one. I do some people Some people say they like them. I've never, never liked progressive right rears ever. Not even at like Pocono or Michigan. I mean Pocono font like Pocono, Michigan. You had to, right? Like, yeah, you have to. But anywhere else, like we tried. I think we tried it at Dover one time, and I was that like, sounds I, insane. I was like, I was like, take this thing out right now. I ran one at Darlington in the truck one time, that and that sounds was it was rough. Horrifying. As soon as because before I haven't ran Darlington since they repaved that part off too. But if you hit like if you hit the right rear of the wrong bump coming out of two, mm-hmm. it would just feel like you're gonna spin out. Yeah, no, I'm not a big progressive fan. Me either. Matt, what's yours? Racing in the rain on short tracks with rain tires. Not. I think it'd be kind of cool. You're not going to be able to see anything. That's okay. Oh, shit. The GoPro just died. No, it's just going to beep at us. <laughs> Charging uh, the GoPro before the show. Genius. genius. That will be, genius. I, I don't think so. I really think. I don't know what that was. That's never happened to my GoPro career, but uh, now we're on the after dark segment. Yeah, now we're this is the Patreon segment. <laughs> so this is the bonus episode now. But uh, yeah, and then what was the other one? I wrote them down. Matt, ask something else. Um, hmm. I got nothing. All right, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm close. Uh, no, no, here it is. Genius or not. Uh, so being a picky eater before a race, are you like, genius. are you like crazy about like what you eat before a race or no? Usually I don't eat before a race. You don't eat at all. What's well, your, well, most of the time, honestly, no, I don't like, I'll get breakfast and then I won't eat because and through no, nobody's fault, but like for the catering you that is usually brought to teams, usually barbecue. And I'm like, I'm not eating barbecue for a race. Yeah. It seems like every race it's barbecue. Barbecue is just easy to have catered because we it's get so, barbecue every week yeah. too. So I get that, but. I don't know. I no, crush usually, that shit. Usually, I don't eat. I don't eat at all. You don't even Some, go to like Andrew or Cat. Or sometimes anything? I'll go to Cats and get like grilled chicken. Yeah, yeah. 
Get a nice salad. The guy who does our chicken salads. overcooks it. Do salads? No, it's racetrack. Why not? Because if I'm at the racetrack, I'm going to get grilled chicken. What's your, what's okay. your go-to, like, night before meal? Like, if you're getting a good base. Uh, I mean, I do it all, right? Like, some, I'll go with the team, and we'll, I'll, we'll go to a restaurant, and I'll get, like, boneless wings or something like that. But if I, like, the, probably the smartest one is, like, spaghetti or something like that. Got to get a good base, you know? Yeah, I'm terrible about what I eat, but I just, I like to eat. I, I love, if I, obviously, I, I love food. Like if if I could <laughs> if I could eat like the sloppiest Mexican food right before a race, I probably would because <laughs> it's just good. It's the best food, probably. Oh, white fire suits, genius or not genius? It de- okay, it depends. Okay, if well. you drive for a big team, genius. If you drive for a small team and you only get one, not. I got mine in the washer <laughs> right now. Yeah. So <laughs> I agree I, with you. Like I, I like it. Like it, it, it does. Like there's nothing you can do about it. Mm-hmm. To, like it's, it's starting to get dirty now, and I don't know what to do. I about had a, it, I had an all white suit the last half of last year, and it started like my elbows would were like black, and I, like it, I remember at the Roval, our door pad, uh, the door pad on the left side came off, and it rubbed on my elbow the whole race. Oh came yeah, out, my whole sleeve was just black. I, like, I think it's always clean. That's not going to come out. A driver has a white suit with white driving shoes. Like that I, I'm stuff. a big, I don't care what color suit is. I'm a big white shoe guy. Yeah. I love white shoes. And they're just so clean. Yeah. Yeah, I want to get some of those custom shoes from Fish Limited or whatever. You ever see those? Yeah. Those are nice, mm-hmm. but I feel like they're probably $500 or so. TriStar so. actually makes a slick pair of driving shoes. I don't know. I like, Sparco hooks me up. I love all my Sparco stuff. Shout out I to have Sparco. Sparco shoes, and they're nice. No free ads. Uh, this is going to date when I wrote these questions down, but uh, racing cars in ball sports stadiums like the Clash. Genius. I think so, too. I think it was. I thought it was a great race. Do you Not think genius. you could do it anywhere else? Not really. Yeah? They could do it anywhere. They could do it anywhere they wanted. Cannot do it in a football stadium. They could do it at Soldier Field. Yeah. I think I, I thought it was cool. I think You have to do, I think it, it, college cool. sta- you have to do it at college stadiums. Like, you could do it at the... Basically, you any, anyone like with a track, like a running track. St. Louis, it. maybe, where they do the dirt indoor in December. No, that's, that's too, too small. small. Brother, that's, that's small. a basketball court. Yeah. I'm just saying, that's the only other place where they race indoors minus Tulsa and DeCoin. And Atlantic City. I Like, I think it'd be I cool. I think it'd be cool if they did the clash and moved it around every year. I think so, too. Like I agree. I want to see it at a baseball stadium with a Pocono-shaped track. That's that too be, small. That would be horrible. That would be crazy. That would That'd be, be like, remember when they did those race of champions There's deals? A reason why you're not in charge. <laughs> it is, but I like when they do wacky stuff like that. Like I like the dirt races. Oh. I like the weird road courses. Let's go back to Nazareth. I got one more for you. We should go back to Nazareth. An IMSA style four hour endurance race on the road course at Daytona. All three series on track, same time. That's too many cars. Yeah, if you did all of them. Not. I think no, you did saying, 20, maybe 15 of each. Yeah. But then how would you decide 15? Well, I mean, really, there's only so many drivers that are going to like be qualified to do it. A, I think I think the best thing to do would take maybe if you're going to do it 24-hour weekend or something, like do it at the Roar weekend. You take your playoff drivers from each. Uh, or each team gets one each car. Each series. Each team gets one car. Maybe. It could be done. It'd be neat, but I don't it'd know. It'd be interesting to see how the 
uh, Hendrick Lamondale does. That's that's what I thought that announcement was. Whenever they were like, were oh, I told that, him what the announcement. Yeah, oh, was. I did too. I did too. I thought it was gonna be like some kind of NASCAR endurance race. I'm like, oh, that's kind of sick. And then it was just that, which is cool, but like, it's not near as cool as the hype they built up yeah. for the announcement. I saw a tweet. I remember I saw a tweet that says, uh, I saw that NASCAR and IMSA have an announcement. Sebring, like whatever. Then I saw a tweet from somebody that popped up uh, that popped up on like my homepage, and it was like this. It was like this announcement tomorrow is so outlandish. None of you will ever even see it. Again. I saw that too. It was like David Land or yeah. something like that. Yeah. I was like, I was like, we're going to Sebring. I was like, we're racing. That's what I, yeah, I thought yeah. Sebring. And I was like, oh my God, that's sick. But then, then it's just a few people get the, get the cool <laughs> announcement. It's just the Hendrick people, which good for I mean, them, I guess. That'll be cool though. If I'm yeah. Ford and Toyota, I'm pissed. Yeah. Yeah. I get that. So much data. Even if you send it now as like the brand neutral car, the great value car. Like you're still, it's still only being built by Hendrick Motorsports. Yeah, no, I think they got to try to. Maybe they should just send one from each manufacturer. That would be dope. Yeah. That would be cool because then there's some competition to it. Be like Lamar back in the seventies. Yeah, and they sent three. I think they sent three or five. Yeah, really? Full blown NASCARs out there. I didn't NASCARs. I didn't even know they did that. Say NASCARs. NASCARs. Well, no, if you ever say that again, what do you want me to call them? NASCAR race cars? Yeah, that's they're NASCARs. They it says NASCARs. it right there on the A post. What are they? NASCAR NASCARs. race car? They're not NASCARs. NASCARs. Sa- that's sacrilegious. There's one NASCAR out there, and it's the one that Stuart Friesen tested today at Bristol because it just says NASCAR on the yeah. front. There's no manufacturer. NASCAR was, next gen. That was sacrilegious and blasphemous. Yeah. Well, tough. Yeah. Ridiculous. Well, how many hot dogs are you guys going to eat this weekend? None. I'm going to eat about 12. I can't. You know why? Because they're not keto. <laughs> no, they're not. I why don't you eat, take the bun off? I don't eat, I don't eat hot dogs. So. You're eating hot dogs? I do not eat I hot love dogs. a good glizzy. Honestly, last year, fall race, it was my birthday, so I was, I was <laughs> laying off the diet, and I think I ate 14 over the weekend. Holy cow. I think I'm going to live tweet how many I, I, I eat love like them. over the course they're of the They're good, day. dude. You get it all the way? Yeah. What? How, how else are you going to get it? I don't know. Some people normally just get hot dogs. If I were gonna, if I were gonna get a hot dog, I would just do mustard and ketchup. I think I put mustard and ketchup on top of all the shit no, they put. I on. don't eat hot dogs. I love sausage and I love bratwurst. Let it be known. Yeah. yeah. Not a kielbasa guy. I don't even know what that is. Yeah. It's just like a bigger brat. Sounds like a Wisconsin ass thing to yeah. say. It's not actually. What is it? It's like Pennsylvania. Oh. Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. This conversation's gone way too long. This is our whole podcast. Dude, last last episode <laughs> we did a 15-minute segment on French fries. Yeah, we did. That's incredible. That's because I don't know if any of y'all have eaten, but I'm starving right now, so food I could go on about for hours. Yeah, I want to get some food after this. Having a TV dinner. That was one of the other things in my genius or oh, not. TV dinners. TV yeah, dinners. Not. I'm really good. I, don't, I, I will say, though, I'm really good at cooking the frozen pizzas in my my freezer or my freezer. Yeah, you cook like, them in the freezer. They're in. My, they are That's stored. Impressive. In the freezer. Impressive. Yeah. That's a tech ass freezer, dude. <laughs> it's like a thermos. How does it know whether it be hot or you cold? Should, you should see it. It's about like two thousand four. Is it a pizzazz? That's when they had all the good stuff. Do you have a pizzazz pizza oven? I don't even. Still don't even know what that is. Is that like an easy bake oven? It's like the one. I do have an air fryer. Is it so the one that rotates? Yeah, it's the rotating one that it cooks no, 20% no, of the I pizza. No, I live in an apartment. No, I don't have anything fancy. It's not fancy. It's not fancy. <laughs> it's not fancy. Kind of, at all. They're actually terrible. Like they're It's like awful. one like triangle that has yeah. heat on top and bottom, yeah, one and it rotates coil. the pizza around as yeah. it cooks. 
It's not the best idea. I do have an air fryer, though. No, but everyone had one. I need an air fryer. Those seem like a move. I have a double barrel action air fryer. It's got two you, baskets. You, you would. Dude, we cook so much don't stuff in that do, thing. Don't ever do that. Motion. <laughs> well, good thing nobody can see it. Yeah, yeah. The, I mean, what if I went like this? Stop. <laughs> <laughs> or if I go skiing? Stop. Well, now you, now, now, now you verbalize. Now everybody so. knows what you're talking about. Now, now they're visualizing, yeah. and there's three men in here, and you're talking about that. Stop. Well, stop. Worse, I'm not you know? sitting in the middle, so we're we're just falling off the rails here. <laughs> yeah, that's how it always goes. This podcast, and normally the further you get off the rails, the the better, better the content it gets. is. But it just gets better. Yeah, so I'm actually having a TV dinner after this. You have the grossest TV dinners because there's no like dessert in it. They're healthy. Yeah, they're keto. keto. <laughs> I have a subscription. The more disgusting they look. I will say if you if you you can't do keto without telling people. Well, it's hard when, when someone's asked, why aren't you eating the chips at the Mexican restaurant? Keto. Why aren't you eating the bread at Outback? What were the chips you literally just had? Those were... Those are not keto. Those, those are keto low carb. Chips. Those, those are not those, keto chips. Those had 10 grams of carbs in them, and I'm allotted 50 a day. Shut up. Oh, so get off me. This is insu- See how insufferable this is? Y'all are bringing it up, not me. I'm actually meeting with a dietitian next week. Really? Yeah. What are you training? Training for a 10K or something? Uh, I'm trying to get cut for the wedding. Mm. Mm. Just try keto. It works. It's not sustainable. I'm not, I'm not going to invite you to the wedding. I know you're not. I just want you to know that. I You've told to, me that before. I want to invite you, and I want to invite Stefan, but it's during the race weeks. So His bachelor party is going to be at the Chili Bowl, though, and he's going to run a car. You should. I mean, I got all the qualifications needed. Yeah. Two arms and, and one foot. You can run the zero car. I'll, run, I'll wear the 69 helmet, too. We just need to put some Hans post in that yeah. hog and you'll be good to go. <laughs> yeah. It's a Snell 05. Like, you're you're going to wear your pit helmet and put some Hans post in it? Yeah, why not? You should put a Hans post in it just to pit with it. That'd, I had be, a buddy. that'd be even funnier. <laughs> I did have a buddy who used to mountain bike with a pit helmet. Really? Yeah. <laughs> like, when we say pit helmet, there's a lot of different variations. Like the like, 2000, 2008 Like the Simpson impact. one. Yeah, like the Simpson one that's like... It looks pointed. like a shitty BMW. Oh. <laughs> with the visor. It almost looks like a dirt bike helmet. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's what the non-pit crew, pit crew guys wear. Yeah, like the guys that find stuff in the hauler. It's, it's me, guys. I'm sorry. Oh, right. Like, yeah, because I had to use those. You ever pull a tear off in your day? You ever go over the wall? I have not gone over the wall. It's exhilarating. I see Stefan every week doing garage tours. I do Sunday. do garage tours on Sundays. Is that pretty fun? Do you ever get any, like, wacky questions? Uh, no, I mean, yeah, right, just because a lot of the times you're giving tours to people who don't never know anything about the sport, never been to a race, but I I actually really enjoy it. Like, it's actually a lot of fun. Really? Because that's, like, I feel like that's... That's what long... you do every week, Matt, whenever you go and you have sponsors. I know. I know. I, I guess you probably have to babysit them. I have to then... So, you only do garage tours. I do garage tours and babysit. No, so, I mean, that's part of the job. You need to stop complaining. I'm not complaining. Captain of complaints. No, I know. I really enjoy it. Like there's a, I work with a company called Sug Sports Marketing and they have a lot of accounts like uh, PNC and uh, a couple other accounts. They do a lot of like SMI stuff like Coda. We had uh, Sonic Automotive, a bunch of Sonic Automotive people. Um, but basically, I mean, basically there's, there's like 80 or a hundred people in a suite. Um, you basically do 15 at a time for 10 minutes. Take them to the garage. Tell them as much as you can in ten minutes. Let them ask little questions. 
Ship um, them off. Take them back to the suite and get the next group. So it's actually, I mean, it's like a, it's like a whole process, which is actually cool in and of itself. Do you it's like cool how they have it like all scienced out? Do yeah. you have like a like a routine you go through, or you change it up every time? Um, I will say like when I first started, I was I felt like I was kind of bumbling, right? Like I was just trying to talk as much as I could, and now that I've done it more, I've been doing it basically this whole year. Um, I feel like I've kind of got a good yeah, good good routine. Yeah, going. you might see like something like oh, they just failed tech. Yeah. I mean, I changed. It. I mean, I changed it up a little bit, but yeah. I basically hit the same. It all depends same, where you start. I had the same big ticket items like new car, whatever racetrack we're at, hauler, garage, pit, pit box. Rock. Yeah, I'm trying to hit the same big yep. ticket items just to I give would, them the give them the big picture. I would love to see you do one. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if I'd like to see that, but yeah, this here is a car. Yeah, I'm pretty. It's a car. I, I'm bad about that stuff, and even people like tell me about like social media and stuff like that, like. I'm terrible. At I need media. you need to post more. Like, I like because I was like, well, there's nothing special about this. I'm like, mm-hmm. well, other people who aren't in racing, don't, don't go to the racetrack every weekend, probably do think that. So you should be posting more. That's what I harp on you for. But I don't know. I'm bad about like, you know, well, yeah, this is just normal. Yeah, I'm bad. I'm bad about bad about posting on social media. Instagram, I'm okay. I'm okay on, but Twitter, I I don't like tweet often. You guys need to realize that your Normal everyday life is what everybody wants to see. Yeah. I have a hard time believing that. Yeah, see, that's the thing, dude. Like, <laughs> Listen, just post all your videos on Instagram Reels, and you get thousands of views. Then you take that to a sponsor. I, do, I did start doing Reels. I did the... Reels is uh, where it's at. Reel, I did a Reel, uh, and when it snowed down here in, like, December or January, when it was, I went snowboarding behind the back of a truck on a street in Charlotte in Uptown. Oh, you and probably it, got mad views. They got, that. like, 16,000 views. Yeah. Yeah. Reels are definitely the way to go. Yeah, so you take that and you leverage that to a sponsor being like, look, I got 500,000 views in three months. I didn't get that many. I'm just saying it's a... If you do it every time. Yeah. Just do one video a weekend at the racetrack and you'll you'll get your 120. Dude, speaking of the snow here, why the hell has it been so cold this long? It wasn't cold today. It was only, it wasn't cold today, but it's gonna be cold tomorrow. I'm pretty sure. I took Curtis. It's was gonna be me. cold. It's gonna be cold in Martinsville all weekend in Martinsville. Yeah, in Martinsville it's gonna be like 30 degrees during our race. Awesome. It'll be nice for us. Be feel ripped bad. up. I might actually be cold in my Wayne, fire Wayne suit. and Tiska are gonna be up there shivering on top of the pit boxes. Mm-hmm. Actually, t- Tiska's gonna be like this. This is normal. Weather. Yeah, Tiska's. I know how Tiska's he is, from dude. New York. He's yeah. Gonna, yeah. He's gonna wear. How have we not talked about that, dude? Tiska. Tiska, how has Tiska been? Tiska's awesome. One I of my favorite Tiska. people I've ever met. He's really, NASCAR. he's really, he's really fun to work with. He, uh, he's, uh, he's obviously a shock guy, so he's, he's really good with the shocks and all that. But just brings a, a new perspective to the team. It's, yeah, it's really cool. How long do you guys stay on the setup plate? Like how long, from beginning to end? How long are you guys on the setup plate? Uh, like four or five hours. Yeah, so I think the deal is like whenever he was car chief on the car or the cup car I worked on, like he wasn't like he couldn't like really make decisions. So like mm-hmm. he would like kind of go back and forth on like what he wanted to do, but then what the crew chief wanted to do. Yeah. So like there'd be times where we're on the plate for like two days. Yeah. And <laughs> when you're trying to cycle fifteen race cars off the plate. Especially and then two uh, like Rick's? whenever Oh god. Yeah, yeah, yeah that too. And the, then the set a plate shuffle. <laughs> dude, yeah. whenever and um, people used to bitch about us being on the plate for too long and like But Tiske you guys like, were the banner car. This could be like, I don't care. Yeah. They could they could wait. I don't care. <laughs> I loved it. it was great. There were so many memories at that shop. It's so funny that What a many, fun time that was. Yeah, that that was honestly a blast. <laughs> it was chaos. 
That was uh, we yeah, should have had a reality time. show. We should have. I mean, we've we still talk about it to this day that we should have had one. Dude, working working for Tommy Ball and working on his team was like just uh, so much fun. <laughs> it was so fun. Like there was a, every moment there was a yeah. every, every day there was a moment that just would make you like laugh like you were in high school. Yeah, the pictures that we all have saved on our phones from yeah. our group chat. There's so many. It's crazy that group chat now. There's no one even that works the same Two place people. anymore. Yeah. Two people still work yeah. at that place. No, it was funny. <laughs> I always thought it was funny, like the difference between the two shops. Mm-hmm. Like there was like the real straight lace side over here, and then over here it was just chaos. <sighs> whatever, yeah. whatever. Wild, wild. Like west. one was ran like an actual race shop, and then the other one was ran. I mean, I wouldn't say like like they had a tight ship, honestly, on that side. Are you talking about like Trison side? Yeah, like they oh, like dude. they had they had scheduled out like they had everything planned like they had a tight ship over there. Oh, dude, I used to literally say that. I was like, that's the left side, and over here were the wild wild west. Yeah, <laughs> I loved. I honestly, I loved working there. It was yeah. so much fun. It was just because we all we all worked there, so yeah. like it was a good time. The brake truck was always good. Mm-hmm. Is Robin stopped by y'all shop? She. She was, but she hasn't been in a little bit. Damn. So she stopped coming to our shop, but she has recently reappeared. Mm. She doesn't get she doesn't get down to Gaffney much. No, I don't think, <laughs> I don't think so. I think the chicken biscuits would be a little cold by then. Yeah, dude, it sucks. They don't you have it. You go to Fats Cafe. No, dude, I go so I Mr. Honest, Waffle. No, so I go to <laughs> Hoshi Express and Boiling Springs, which is Japanese food. I go to Boiling Springs, North Carolina? Yeah. The college is. Yeah. Uh, which is like, it's like t- 10 minutes from Gaffney or from the shop because Gaffney's 10 minutes from the shop. So I go there. I go to Cantonita, new Mexican food restaurant. It's not new, but I just started going there. It's new to you. Banger, dude. I ate there twice this week, Monday and today. And then Wings, etc. and Bronco. And then if I feel like spending money, I'll go to Chick-fil-A. <laughs> Wow, I know. I know. Every time I go uh, down eighty five South, I pass that Mister Waffle, and I'm just, I just have always wondered if it's actually good because it's packed every time I pass it. I I so I know what you're talking about. But I've never actually paid attention to the uh, the attendance. I mean, it literally. I mean, it looks like a knockoff Waffle House, right? Yeah, yeah. But Mister Waffle, it looks like a good place. Like the the sign looks good. It's a smiling waffle. I think it looks good. Is your ceiling fan gonna fall off here? That's why I'm moving out of here. It's that so. ceiling fan, and I wanted a podcast studio. That's, That's the. Level. It's crazy. This is the last episode that'll be recorded here. Maybe. So for all you listeners that have been listening for all this time, you could say tell the people who listen. You know, next year, I was listening to them back when they were in the living room. Yeah. Now we're going so, to a bedroom. Yeah. Now we're moving it. But honestly, I've we're measured it, it out. more intimate. I measured it out because there's it was crazy. Like I don't understand how this works. It's the same square footage, isn't it? Where I live, no, it's different. Where I live, like, I was talking to him about moving, and there's two different options. There's one that's, like, a handicap accessible, so, like, it's wood floors everywhere. The counters are lower and everything. And he's like, yeah, you can just walk in there. He's like, it's open. I was like, okay. So I did. I didn't like it. I got the other one. I can't go over there, but whenever I need to measure something, like, that door that I had hanging on the wall right there, I'm going to put in the studio. And You walked up there and just... Yeah, I was like, I was like measuring it out. Like, is this gonna fit in here? So I, it's not. I have to get a sawzall and like cut it at the rear uh, wheel well there. But oh man, I pitted that truck. No, you didn't. Yeah, I did. That was Talladega when Obi didn't plug in. Correct. Yeah, I was on that pit crew. <clears throat> Pit a good truck that day. Where you you crinkled the roof on the truck. 
Yeah, I hit the wall hard. But that's Talladega for you. I'm not looking forward to going to Talladega or any super speedway for that matter. But I know what's coming. Survive. Yeah, that's what sucks though. You can't like So you guys race first Talladega, right? Both. Both. Both? Yeah. For whatever reason, there's there's now six super speedways on the Xfinity schedule. Did you guys' season get extended? or no, 33 weeks. 33. I don't know what, what talent- races have been axed. Uh, Kentucky. Kentucky. Chicago. Wow. Chicago. Iowa. Iowa. Iowa, man. That Xfinity always put on a good race at Iowa. It, I feel like anything don't puts to, on it. Don't go to Richmond twice. Yeah. Don't blame me there. Because yeah, Xfinity go- used to, didn't they? Yeah, because no, yeah, we swapped. Don't get to go to or the, IRP. the first the first year that we went to or went to Martinsville, we swapped to Richmond for Martinsville trucks. Yeah, go to Dover once. Did we go to Dover twice before? Yeah, really. Yeah, mm-hmm. I love Dover. I love Dover. Nashville. I, Dover. I like Nashville too. Yeah, Nashville's. I think fun. the fairgrounds is ever gonna become a thing. I don't know. I don't know. It's kind of I haven't heard much about it lately. I think North Wilkes Pro is gaining traction. Yeah, I don't think that comes back. I, I think it does. I 100%. I would put money on it coming back. Yeah, there's too much support behind it. And I feel like SMI being as involved Ooh, as they are in the government money, too. Yeah, the government gave them like $10 million or something. Yeah, but $10 million for a racetrack that has been abandoned since 97. Disagree. And I think that they took because Charlotte got money, too, to didn't they? Up. Charlotte Motor Speedway got money, and I feel like they're going to like kind of lump that in because it's also SMI. I feel SMI. like if any track is going to come back first, it should be Rockingham. Rockingham's not. There. It won't be because it's just it's not a good area. I think. I think. I don't know. The track looks Wilkes, awesome. Wilkesboro is a good area. It's like not that far. It's I went there far. once. Yeah, it's great. Population like three. I went there. I went it's, there during COVID. I like snuck through a gate and w- walked around. Yep. I went whenever they were like scanning it. Really? I went and helped weedy the racetrack. <laughs> Trying to get a ride at JRM. Nah, it didn't help. Uh. No, look I just because Chris Busher was Dale, going, and, and he's like, yeah, you want to go? I was like, yeah, sure. Look at me, Dale. I'm picking all the da- dandelions I'm picking up the weeds. I, I'm doing this for you. Don't look at me right now because I don't know how to restring this weed eater properly. <laughs> because, dude, like, it was crazy how much you had to restring those things because you're just weed eating on asphalt. Yeah. So it's just eating them up. Everybody's restringing, like, every 100 yards. No. I don't think Wilkesboro's coming back before. Disagree. Yeah, I, I disagree, too. I think it was... It's. Pretty gone. We'll see. It, like, there's too much support behind it. There's too much money behind it. They've already said they're doing it. Yeah, but it's gonna take a long time. Rome wasn't built in the day. Oh. I think that's where we end it. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> so uh, that's it from Real Men of Genius. Thank you, Stefan, for coming on. If you're listening on Apple or Spotify, make sure. Hey, you give thanks us a for five coming stars. out. We appreciate it. And a good review that always helps. I'm gonna try to get this on YouTube. Uh, I don't know why I'm talking to YouTube listeners right now because the camera's off. So <laughs> that does it from. See y'all next time. Eric Estep here. This episode is brought to you by Forney Industries. Get it done with green. Forney offers a full line of welding and plasma cutting machines, metalworking accessories, and more. For do-it-yourselfers all the way to professional metalworkers, Forney has everything you need for your next project. 
Shop Forney's top-of-the-line products at ForneyInd.com. That's Forney, F-O-R-N-E-Y, Ind, I-N-D.com, or at an authorized Forney dealer near you.